Hello, and welcome to episode number 222 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping passion-led online business owners and entrepreneurs learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This podcast is brought to you by Syndable, which is the all-in-one social media management tool that my agents uses every single day to schedule posts and analyze our social media results. Try them out for yourself by going to onlinedrea.com slash syndable. Today's episode is all about quiet quitting. This has been a trend on social media, in articles. It started lots of conversations online. And so I want to talk a little bit about that trend today and also challenge you to quiet quitting your marketing strategies. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Let's talk about it. Uh, But first, let's define quiet quitting. And I actually did some research before this episode. And, you know, the definition of quiet quitting was hard to nail down, but I really loved what this BBC article said, quote, despite the name, it has actually nothing to do with quitting your job. It means doing only what your job demands and nothing more. Quitting doing anything extra, you will still show up for work, but stay strictly within the boundaries of your job requirements. So no more helping out with additional tasks or checking emails outside of work hours. And I'll link to that BBC article uh, with the show notes, which you can find on lindrea.com slash 222. I really liked that definition because there's a lot of discourse happening online about what quiet quitting is. And especially the older generations, like millennials and up, feeling some kind of way about quiet quitting. Um, they're, they're kind of internalizing it. And um, at least from my perspective, they feel guilty about all of the overworking they've done over the years. And they're kind of angry at the younger generation for daring to quiet quit for daring to say that they're only going to do their job and nothing more. Um, there is this negative connotation as well with the younger generations, Gen Z and younger, where um, there's some TikTok videos right now that are talking about not doing their job, basically. So I think that there is a distinction there. Um, when I'm talking about quiet quitting, I'm not talking about not doing your job. And I'm not talking about quitting. I'm talking about showing up and doing the job (laughs) and not doing more. And I think that there's this undercurrent of not overworking, basically. And so if you go and look at this trend on TikTok, the hashtag quiet quitting has 147.8 million views. And that was as of recording this video. And I recorded it in September of 2022. So 147.8 million times this hashtag has been seen on TikTok. And that is freaking wild, y'all. This isn't just, you know, Gen Zers complaining. This isn't just Gen Xers being angry. This has started an entire conversation. And it actually started with a video by um, Zaid Leplin. I think I'm saying that name right. I'll put the link to the original video in the show notes as well, where this person says that their worth is not defined by their labor and your work is not your life. And that's the part that really resonated with me. Your work is not your life. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I think there is this sense sometime of this hustle culture um, that kind of bubbles up from the work that we do as business owners. But then the flip side of it is there's this like laziness where some people just simply don't want to work. And that's not what this is about. It's not about not wanting to work at all. And it's not about hustling, but like finding that edge in between. And I have found that in the online marketing world, since our panoramic started happening, um, we had this giant reset happen where it feels like everyone is analyzing the work that they do, the effort that they're putting into their marketing, all of the things. And I'm seeing people make decisions based on of this. And I think that the online marketing world is quiet quitting in some way. Like they, we've been doing this for a while. And again, I'm not talking about being lazy or hustling. I'm talking about that tension spot in between. So I was recently in a Facebook group and I like hanging out on Facebook in groups specifically, you know, have my ear to the ground of what's happening in the industry. And it was one of those threads where someone said their sales have dried up. And I'm hearing this a lot in the online marketing world right now. My sales have dried up. And so there's a shift right now in the online marketing world. And I think that this is from the idea of quiet quitting, where when the pandemic hit, people did their own version of just doing the job and nothing more, nothing less. And I think we're seeing the people who like the tasks they chose resulted in business and the tasks that other people chose didn't result in business. And it's a very challenging spot to be as a business owner. You know, we're seeing a lot of people close down their communities. We're seeing people shift their branding, their messaging. People are changing their product structure and how they deliver their offers all because the way that we've been doing things for whatever number of years has changed and we need to change with it. We don't need to hustle more. We don't necessarily need to do less, but something does have to change in a way that's actually sustainable as business owners so that we can show up and do the work and not have our work be our lives. Wow. Imagine that. What a concept, right? So my question for you is, are you quite quitting your marketing? Meaning, have you given up on those tasks that actually bring you business? Or are you checking off the boxes to just check off the boxes? And I think that I both like the term quiet quitting and I don't like it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that more in this podcast episode. But I think that as business owners, we get in this rut sometimes of like just doing the thing. And we don't even analyze why is this task on my list? Or how can I do this better or differently? Or how can I create less work for myself, right? So I want to think more about how we can do that in this episode. So we're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about why I'm a fan of quiet quitting, the downsides of quiet quitting, and more. Let's take a break. Interrupting cow! Moo! I'm interrupting this podcast episode because I know you're here hanging out with me and you're interested in taking the next step in your social media strategy. Maybe your social media has gotten a little stale. Maybe you're looking to revive it. Maybe you just want to tie all of those pieces together. Well, 
I've got a super sweet gift for you. It is a free course that's going to walk you through step-by-step how to build a social media strategy that you'll actually stick with. One that works for you and your business. One that won't make you feel like you're on this content creation hamster wheel. And it'll help you leap and jump into a social media strategy that is sustainable. So check it out. It's at onlinedrea.com slash free. And when you sign up, you'll get a super sweet bonus of uh, done for you captions, graphics, and more. Again, that's onlinedrea.com slash F-R-E-E. All right, back to the episode. All right, we're back. Let's talk about why I'm a fan of quiet quitting because I think that every time we add more stuff onto our plates, we create a new product, we try a new platform, we create a new lead magnet, we create a new offer. Like every time we do that, we create more work for ourselves. And I think there's something so valuable with showing up and working the system, right? Like there's so much value in having an offer that works and just like letting it work. And I think about this with some of the stuff I buy for my baby. Um, Ellie, she is five months old now. I cannot believe she's five months old now. Like time is going freaking fast. But like baby wash, same thing from when I was a baby. Um, oatmeal, same thing, right? These are products that are tried and true. They don't need heavy marketing. They don't need all the fancy schmancy stuff. It just works. So if you work the product, it just works. And I think about sometimes our products as business owners, we get stuck in that hustle startup mode of like, let's try this thing. Let's try that thing. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. And we burn ourselves out on trying all of the things instead of actually stopping analyzing what's working and going, oh, let's do more of that thing and less of the other things. That's the most important thing. I think sometimes we go, oh, that's working. Let's do more of that and more of everything else. And then we feel super burnt out and we feel like we actually need to quit our work, right? Um, I think about this a lot with business growth. And especially for me personally, my business growth this year, um, revenue-wise, best year ever, profit-wise, could be better. Uh, but I hired a lot this year. I had a baby this year. We had um, some really key trainings that we purchased for our team and for myself this year. We invested a lot this year. And so while it's a great year in business, I have to stop myself from beating myself up on not like doubling revenue from last year. Because hello, that's such a wild, wildly aggressive goal. And honestly, to to double that from last year, I would ha- there's so much work that I could be doing um that would totally drain me, burn me out and probably want me to never do this job ever again, right? So we're increasing by a percentage that is reasonable and realistic for our company size and the growth and where we're going, right? So this is why I'm a fan of quiet quitting because I think it forces us as humans in this great wide world to focus on the actions that is our job that helps us make progress in our lives and in our business without doing the most. And y'all, I love to do the most. My team actually has to like whip me into shape sometimes to be like, Andrea, this is the most. Like, yeah, you're right. It is the most. Let's let's get realistic here. So some of the ways you can apply this to your business and your marketing is giving yourself some boundaries. Right. So one of the ways with social media that this happens a lot is with social media and notifications. Once you sign up for a social media app, it starts sending you notifications because that app wants you to log in 
daily, regularly, check our app out. Because as an app, we make money the more people are seeing this app and the more ad space we can sell. Okay, So that's the app's job to get you back on the app. But we don't have to follow that. And I don't. I turn off all of the app notifications. The only one I have on right now is the Be Real app because I'm doing a case study and I'm really, I'm only doing it for a month and that's it. That's all I can handle (laughs) because I do not like notifications on my phone. So that's one of the ways that I quiet quit or set boundaries around my marketing. And people don't like this. Um, especially marketers, they don't like the concept of this. Well, what if someone, you know, tweets at you, uh, a tweet goes viral, you don't see it till the next day. Okay. I'll see it the next day. I mean, yeah, I could be on all the time, but then what happens is that I get extremely burnt out. I don't want to do the work. I don't show up for my job with energy and vibrance. And then I'm not showing up in my life with energy and vibrance. And then what's the point of it all? Right. So for me, those boundaries help. Um, you can choose how this looks in your own marketing. Set up times for social media, set up times for marketing, um, start hiring, getting people to support you, showing up when you have to, nothing more, nothing less. That's how you can quiet quit your marketing. I also think the benefits of quiet quitting in your marketing is that it really adds meaning to the work that you're doing. I think sometimes we lose the meaning when we're so reactionary. Um, you know, notification comes on. We're on Instagram. We're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then we realize we've been scrolling for 10 minutes. And then we feel resentful towards Instagram. Or we don't have an idea. So we log on to Twitter and we look at all the craziness that's happening in the world. It's so wild right now. And people are saying really mean things. And then we feel really down and uninspired. And we don't have space now to create because we're internalizing all the feelings of someone else. Right? So I think one of the benefits, one of the benefits of quiet quitting is that we can add meaning to the marketing that we're doing. So instead of going to the apps and consuming, consuming, and then trying to create, let's create some some meaning here. Um, I like to carve out time usually on Mondays or Fridays to work on my social media and my marketing. So I'm carving out that time. And I usually do that before doing social media stuff so that I can give to that in a way that feels juicy and exciting for me without feeling the drain that can sometimes come from scrolling on social. And then I also think that meaning that we infuse into our work really helps us have meaning in our life as well. We can now enjoy our life because we are super focused on the boundaries we've created around our marketing. And now we can go out and live our lives. Now, yes, this is an ideal situation. I know as business owners, it really is hard sometimes to turn it off. But I want us to try to be very present in our business when we need to be present in our business and then be very present in our life when we need to be present in our life. But there is a downside to this quiet quitting concept in that you can end up becoming a a task ticker, box ticker. Like I use Asana. So like every time you check off a task, this like gorgeous unicorn is like success and it's like rainbow colored. I love it. But the downside of quiet quitting your marketing is that you can simply be checking off a task. Oh, I have to post this today. I need to write that today. And we're not actively fine tuning. And we're showing up halfway, checking off a box and going, yep, I did it. And I started off this conversation talking about what's happening in the online business world, because I think this is part of that. 
I think that, you know, in the online business world, there's a lot of folks who've just been checking off the box. I'm running this many Facebook ads with this amount of cost to it. And here are the results it's got me in the past. And they weren't actually saying, is this continuing to work with me and like making tweaks along the way? They were just check it checked out completely. And I think that that underlining assumption that we're not doing work when we're quiet quitting is key here because it's not about not doing work. I want to emphasize this. Quiet quitting, especially in the context of your business and marketing, like I'm talking about it, is not about not doing work. Quiet quitting is about showing up and doing work with excellence, but only as much as you need to. (laughs) Nothing more, nothing less. And I think this idea gets very polarizing, especially when we look at people like I always talk about Gary Vee because I like him and I like his concepts, but I do not have the energy to execute like he does. I don't think I ever will. I have no desire to, and I still have a very successful business. I think that's polarizing. You know, the concept of I only want to work 10 to 15 hours a week, 10 to 12, actually, if I'm being honest, 10 to 12 hours a week. And that's it. That's, that's where I am at this season in my life. Is that quiet quitting? Yes, but it doesn't mean I'm not working. Hell no. When I show up to work, y'all, I'm going 115%, 215%. Like I work hard. I think I'm the hardest working person I know. Mm, I work really hard. Like I can't even describe the level and the amount of work that I get done in a day. Like for context, I run an agency. We have 20 clients. I have four account managers, a marketing manager, two account assistants, a graphic designer, a video editor, and four writers that is all working for the agency. It's bulky. There's a lot of work that happens there. I run a successful membership program. We have over 250 members all learning about social media. I have the mentorship program. We have about 12 mentees right now all learning how to build their marketing businesses. I am speaking. I'm doing a collaboration with Teachable right now. I'm, you know, I have all of these things happening in 10 to 12 hours a week. Is it hard? Yes. (laughs) Is it worth it? Yes. I would much rather go 215% for 10 hours a week than do 40 hours at 215%. I could not do it. Actually, I would be burnt out. (laughs) And I think that's what we do as business owners sometimes. So yes, the downside of quiet quitting is there's this like underlying assumption that you're not doing your best work. But I want to flip that on its head as business owners and say that we are doing our best work if we give ourselves the parameters to do our best work instead of stretching it out and working long nights and weekends and showing up sleep deprived to calls and not doing all of these things and then getting burnt out and and really quitting social media and deleting Instagram off our phone, right? So much danger there. So I think if you don't add these boundaries, there is a downside of not accepting the idea of quiet quitting. And that is you get completely burned out in your marketing. And I'm not just making this up. Um, if we take this back to the concept of workplaces, Gallup just released a study how uh, ever since the end of 2021, workplace um, morale, uh, has gone down. Team members are disengaged more than they ever have. Okay. Team members, like your team, your employees, your contractors, they're completely disengaged. Gallup says by 50% or more of our team members are quote unquote quiet quitting. Now, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think the disengaged piece is bad. 
right? So if we are showing up, but we're disengaged, are we showing up with our best foot forward and doing our best work? No. I'd rather show up and be engaged and figure out what that means and do our best work. And then we can show up better in our lives and be better humans in this great big wide world. So I'll link to that Gallup study in the show notes as well. And all the links I mentioned today are at onlinedrea.com slash two, two, two. And, you know, I hope my team is quiet quitting, meaning they show up, do great work, they do their job, and then they leave work at work and they go home and they enjoy their lives. Like, I hope that that is happening. And I hope that for you who are listening to this episode, that you find ways to quiet quit in your business. And again, I like the version of quiet quitting that's like, you show up and stay within the boundaries of your job, do hard work, but do it at work and your work is not your life. (laughs) Um, So let me know. Did y'all like this episode? A little bit different. Head on over to my Instagram. Send me a DM at online Drea. Let me know about your thoughts about quiet quitting. And I'm actually planning a workshop. It'll probably launch in the summer of 2023. All about this idea of going with, like going hard within the boundaries, but also having extreme time off and knowing when that happens so that we kind of reduce the risk of burnout. And especially in the context of marketing, I feel like a lot of people feel like they should go 215% for 365 days of the year. And that's not possible, my friends. Um, you will burn out. I, I shouldn't say it's not possible. I should say, if you resonate with not doing that, come follow me because I will show you the way. If you don't, go follow Gary V because he's awesome too. And he has totally different perspective on the world. If you like this podcast episode, go ahead and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify really helps out the show. And I will be back at you with a new episode soon. That's all for today. Bye for now.